Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! Hey guys, I have to preface this episode a little bit. This episode was recorded, there's a series of these coming up actually, with Deanna Gillingham of the Stay at Home Nurse Podcast and I when I took a recent trip to Mexico to visit her. So take a listen. Deanna also owns an online business and she's also a nurse. So I think you'll find these tips very valuable in the upcoming series and enjoy this one about time versus money. And two more little announcements. We have this episode, Time Versus Money. If you go to my Instagram and DM me and put Time Versus Money, I'm going to give you a free downloadable that goes with this episode. No opt-in or anything like that. You just message me and I'll send you the link. Also, this is the last um, podcast before our sale ends on the Plan Produce Profit course. So if you head on over to Savvy Nurse Writer Training dot com slash nurses week you'll see the big sale we're doing on the course all right enjoy the show all right so today we are diving into the topic about time versus money so deanna i want to know first what you think about time versus money and i'm going to chime in and talk about what i think about time and money Well, first of all, I think this is a great topic because I think time and money are like these two resources that we value a lot. So much so that we like, we keep track of our money. And if we have a calendar, we keep track of our time. So in my opinion, my theory is that you cannot make more time. Like you can't go out and invest or do anything to get more time. So we have to be really careful about the time we do have. But I feel like money isn't infinite resource. There is enough out there that we can we can always work to get more money. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. So I think what you said is so important about time. We all have the same amount of time and we always hear that I don't have enough time. But in reality, you do have enough time. We're going to do a whole another episode about that. But in in life, you need to think about, okay, I have 24 hours in my day. Obviously, you need to sleep. Obviously, you need to take care of yourself. Obviously, you need to be present for your family, your friends, your relationships, your work, and then whatever you're doing now. So my case, I'm a writer online. So how do I make time for that is so important in my life. And part of it is making a schedule and trying to figure it out. Whereas the money side of it, we always say like time is money, right? So time is money, meaning anything you're doing with your time 
you should be making money in the sense of your business. So if you can't make it that way, you need to delegate it. <laughs> so delegating is a word I just love because um, I, for the longest time, I resisted delegating. And um, I think we both started off delegating things in our home and then eventually in our business. But when people say, I don't have enough time, you know, the, the old story is, well, Oprah has the same amount of time as you. The president has the same amount of time as, as you. So how do we use our time differently? And people like that, they learn how to delegate the things that are not important and do the things that are important that only they can do. But you know what? I hate the word delegation in the sense of I hated delegating when I'm at the bedside. Like I hate being the person to delegate to the aide or delegate to a housekeeper because I know I'm, I can do it. But again, just like business, your life at work is the same thing. You only have 12 hours in a shift. You have to get your patient care done, your charting done and all these other things. So you have to delegate in a sense to get your stuff done. And you have to kind of transition that into online business as well. If you don't delegate it, you're, you can't get everything done. There's just not enough time in our day. Right. And that goes back to the whole time versus money thing. So if we, if time is a finite resource that there's only so much of, and it's the great equalizer, because we all have the same amount of it. It's how we use our time, how we decide to use our time individually, that makes us different from somebody else. And then there's the thought of like, can you buy time? So like by actually paying somebody to do something, you're buying time. Thoughts? Essentially, yes. Think about, I like how you said, like we both started off with delegating in our homes because it's easier to think about. It's something we've been doing for years and years and years where you're running your household, you're feeding your kids, you're feeding your family, you're making meals, you're grocery shopping, you're cleaning, all the things. But think about how much time that takes in your in your day. And an easy way to do that is to write down how long it takes you each day to do that. And you can do that over a week period of time. You call that a time audit and see where is your time going? And you'd be surprised if you hire out a housekeeper for, you know, five hours a week, how much time you're going to get back. And what really surprised me and with housekeeping or anything that I've delegated is normally the person I'm delegating it to can get it done much faster than I can. So like the first thing that I delegated was my lawn care. And so I was spending my lunches. I was working from home and I would spend lunches to change my clothes, go downstairs, get the lawnmower out, start the lawnmower, mow the grass, get 30 minutes in because that's all I had time for because then I had to go back in the house, change my clothes, get in the shower so I could get back to work. And when the guys came, so it would take me three days. Basically, it took three days of lunches for me just to mow my lawn. And then it needed done again the next week. But then when I started delegating it, the guys came by and within an hour, they were done. Within less than an hour, they were done. And it looked better than it did when I did it. So just think about three days of lunches. So you lost three days, essentially, of working. And you know we're not here to say like, do this so that you can work all the time. Sometimes it's get a housekeeper so you can just go be with your kids or go somewhere else or enjoy yourself or have a cup of coffee by yourself on the patio because you know your house is already clean. Things like that. It's almost just, it's not selfish to have self-care or family time or whatever. And it's also not selfish to hire someone because what I have learned in delegating, especially in my house, 
and my business actually is you're helping someone else. Someone else needs that job. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that we forget because we, you know, even going back to the housekeeper at the hospital, if we did everything, they wouldn't need that job. And then they would be fired because they're like, well, the nurses do all the housekeeping. We don't really need a housekeeper. And the nurses don't need the aides because they're not using them. So, and then in our own homes, we're giving somebody a livelihood. This is something that they're good at so that we can do what we're good at. And I don't really care if I'm really good at cleaning the house. I don't need that that I don't need to be good at that, but I'm glad that there are other people that are good at it and like it and are willing to do it for me. But, you know, I kind of think I'm pretty good at it. So why don't I just keep doing it? Well, it's because I shouldn't be doing it. If there's somebody else who's very capable of doing it and I can get time back for my business. And that's what this whole podcast is about is growing your business. Well, you need to grow it by delegating. And that's, that's what we're here to tell you to do today is to start the delegation process. And then for once you get your business, like for those that maybe already have a business and are, and are doing this, it gets, there's this, I call it the messy middle where you're doing everything yourself and there just doesn't seem to be enough time. And you're like, why did I start this business? Because I have no time. All I'm doing is working, working, working in the business. And that's because you're not delegating. And at first, maybe you can't because you're just trying to get money, but then after a while, you have to try to think of what are some things that I can delegate so that I don't hate my business. Because if you don't, you will, unfortunately, at least in my opinion, I think you'll start to hate your business because you'll see it as some like a job that you hate instead of something that you love. So like we said, the easiest things to start to hire out is your home stuff or even a babysitter. Um, there was somebody I was listening to a while ago, and she said she would take her kids to the local YMCA. She would do her workout like every mom maybe does when they take their kids to the child watch area. But she knew that she actually had two hours that she could use in that child watch area every day. Her workout only took about 45 minutes. She chose not to shower after her workout. And instead she did what the heck she wanted. She sat and read a book. She wrote if she wanted to write and she felt no guilt because she had on her plan two hours a day. So she utilized every minute of that time so that she could be then present for her children and able to do what she wants to do. Cause she was able to have a little bit of self-care and it's not selfish. Like I said, to do that. Um, but usually starting there, starting in your own life and how to outsource that way seems easy. Like I always do my groceries. I'm always planning my groceries and going to pick them up. Deanna does, she has somebody cook for her, which is awesome. Um, you know, and housekeeping is an easy one to, to outsource. You can do your laundry. You can outsource your laundry. If you want to, there's services that come and take your laundry and clean it and then bring it back all folded nice. I need someone though, to put it away for me. <laughs> yeah, that is the worst part is folding it and putting it away. And that's, um, that's what I'm I was doing as Janine walked in the door was the folding and the putting away. And, um, Yeah. I agree. And I I think there's also something where you get a sense of pride that you can help support somebody else, that this is the job that they chose to do. And, you know, sometimes we think we don't want to delegate things because if we don't like them, we don't want to give them to somebody else because we're giving them things that we don't like. So therefore they wouldn't like them. But that's usually not the case, whether it's in your home or your business. This is something that these people have said that they can do and they can make money doing and they want to do. And even if it's 
even moving that to your business, sometimes like the things that you hate in your business, like going through emails or something, there's some people who love organizing the emails and sending them out and writing them and doing all that for you. And it really, it's not a bad thing to delegate the things you don't like. In fact, if you delegate the things you don't like, you'll have more energy in your day to do the things that you actually do like, instead of looking at that list and seeing that thing that you hate on there. Thoughts? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to point that back at you and say, so in your business, what was the first thing you delegated? So the first thing I delegated in my business was emails because I just, I hate emails. And um, I had a, somebody that I basically had her watch my responses and okay, this is how I respond and go through all my past emails and watch me respond. And then she would email me like how she would respond to them. And I'd be like, yeah. And and it got to the point where like she was, I would, I wouldn't even know if I had written it or she had written it because she had got so good at writing in my voice. Not to say that if somebody emails me that I don't write, because sometimes it is me, but it doesn't always have to be when it's the same thing that somebody asks over and over and over again. And you have a canned response that you give over and over and over again. It doesn't need to be you doing it. Well, and I think the way your business is set up, that makes a lot of sense. But in my business, I wasn't getting a lot of emails from the start of my business. So when people would say, oh, just delegate your email, I'm like, for what? There's four emails. Like, why would I do that? (laughs) So the first thing I did was my social media. I felt like I needed to get out there to the world, tell people what I was doing because it was before I had a course. So I was just a freelance writer. So that for me was my first thing that I delegated. Now, sometimes I think, so many people are like, okay, well, what do I delegate? What can I delegate? And I think, what are your tips on that, Dan? So when I was trying to decide what to delegate, um, a couple of the things I did was just like write down, well, I started lo- noticing what did I not like doing? Like, what was it that I felt I always put to the end of the day, it would get backed up and then it was a mess. And that, and that was my emails. Um, I also, I felt that it was a, emails for me. I felt like it was a good way for somebody to learn the business because they were going to be seeing what was coming in and how I was responding and what was going out. So it was a good way for somebody who had no idea what I was doing to kind of learn the ropes. But for other people, I think it's basically looking at what you can give somebody else that they, that they might be actually better at doing than you are doing, that they can do just as good if, if not better. Like there's some things that you can't delegate because it's just, it's part of your business and it's like who you are, like, like being the decision maker in your business, you should be the decision maker in your business and you shouldn't be delegating that out. But um, yeah, I, I think it's just kind of going through and saying, what can I give somebody else that's going to make it easier for me to do what I have to do? Well, how do you decide? We'll be right back. You guys, I wrote a book and it's launched and I want you to check it out. Go over to Amazon, look for Savvy Nurse Writer. It'll come up right away, but it's called Savvy Nurse Writer, a nurse's blueprint for starting a profitable freelance health writing business. We have lots of reviews, all five stars, top new release in the first week it was launched and I want to share it with the world. So head on over to Amazon.com, search Savvy Nurse Writer and get your copy today. I noticed that for the writers, it's always like stuff that they don't know how to do or don't or spending too much time learning how to do. So as a writer, I know how to write. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm learning how to find clients. So I'm going to focus on that. If you don't know web design, you've never built a website. 
don't go learn how to build a website. It's not the time to do that. That could be something to delegate out, for example. Um, I think a lot of times too, a lot of research is done when we write that you can delegate somebody to do some research for you to find, you know, five articles in the last five years on whatever topic I think is something that people can delegate. Yeah, I really like that research part because sometimes people who write don't necessarily enjoy the research and some people enjoy the research, but they don't like the writing. So this way, everybody's happy. And one of the things that's really interesting about your business, which I think is just genius. And what I've noticed, and I want to hear what you think about this, but what I've noticed is most people who are writers, who are healthcare writers, they don't like going and getting the clients. They don't like having to pitch themselves. They don't like having to put themselves out there and reach out to all these potential clients and, and do all of that. So it's something that you're actually pretty good at. And so kind of kind of clue us in on that. So yeah, that's like the marketing side of things, right? So I enjoy the marketing. Do I, do I really like pitching? Not really. I don't know if there's anybody who really likes pitching all the time because it's a lot of the redundant repeating things, but you know what? There's someone out there that does. So there could be somebody you can, you can um, delegate to send emails to maybe a list of people that you've come up with. Um, That could be a way to do it. But I think, yeah, when I jump on a call with them though, that's another thing. A lot of people are scared to do. They don't like it. I love it. I used to hate it, but I love it now. Like I, I love jumping on the call and feeling confident that I can give them the results that they need in their writing projects or work, whatever they need done. Used to not like it though. Used to scare the crap out of me. <laughs> so basically you've provided a way for people who like to write, but don't like to do the other stuff to still be able to do what they like and not have to do the time consuming things that they don't want to do to get the land, the writing jobs. Is that right? Yeah. So I, in my business, we have the job board where all the jobs go, but if you buy the course and you're part of the membership, I am always reaching out to members specifically to say like, Hey, Amanda, I know you're a travel nurse. There's like three travel companies that are in the agency right now. And I'm going to need a lot of travel articles. Are you willing to write them instead of putting a call out to all travel nurses in our database And Amanda's like, heck yeah, I'll do it. I didn't have to do anything for that client. So that's where the payoff comes of being a member or, you know, having relationships and being part of our community. And that's, I mean, why not? Why not get free work? (laughs) Now, if somebody else really likes to go out and do that part, then they would maybe just take your course and then learn to do it themselves and not even have to be part of the membership. But what's great is for the people, there are so many people who like, I want to have a business. I want to do the healthcare writing, but they just, that's the part that they, they get stuck with. So it's great that you have this opportunity for them. Well, and then the other side of it is I always say like, you don't join the membership to get clients. You join the membership to go get your own clients. And then surprise, Janine jumps in your inbox one day and is like, Hey, I got this extra client. I need some help. And, or you just need that little bit of PRN money is what I call it. And you jump on the job board and you're like, oh, I want to write that. I don't feel like pitching anybody right now. So I'll just do this or, you know, just want to top out my month of, with this income and I'll write this one. So it's just, it's a cool way that we've just kind of come up with. I, I There was no path for that. <laughs> it just happened. And just kind of like how this podcast is like turned a little bit, but it goes back to the time and money. So for writers, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time to go out and find those clients 
and time that you're not writing. And if you're only getting paid as a writer when you write, you're not getting paid. You're not working for the boss anymore who says when you're going out and getting those clients, no matter what you're doing, you're getting paid hourly. So this is a way that you actually, circling back around, that you can save time. Yeah, essentially, yeah. And it's it's also like, hey, I know in six months, I'm going to need this extra cash. I need to really start pitching a lot of clients right now because Christmas is coming or we want to go on this vacation to Mexico or whatever and know that when you start pitching, things are going to pay off. But maybe you're like, and I don't have time to pitch. I don't have time to pitch. Well, you do have time to come up with a lead list or you can also delegate somebody to prospect for clients for you. The problem is with that is I always feel like I need to know the client the most. So maybe people can get you a lead list, but you're going to still spend time looking at the websites anyway. So to see if they're your ideal match for a client, but all in all, delegate wherever you can. There's cheap ways to do it. Um, whether it's, you know, you're doing little tasks, you don't need, you'll always need somebody who's an expert at some sort of project management thing. You just need some tasks off your plate. And maybe that starts in your house. Maybe that starts in your online business. That's where we keep it up to you guys to figure out. And I think one thing we didn't cover, and I think this will probably close it out for us, but there's free delegation. If you have children, you can delegate to them. They might have to clean. They might have to mow the lawn. They might have to do the grocery shopping. They might have to make a meal. Um, spouses. There's a lot of, Janine, you have kids. Oh, yes. And they they have been delegated to <laughs> many of time <laughs> in my business and outside my business. They've helped in both because I always say to the people in my community, that whole work-life balance, I don't like that slash. I like that it's one life. And if my family thought my business was totally separate from them, then they wouldn't embrace it as part of our life. And my business is absolutely part of our family life. And that's, you know, if the kids are involved in it, that's how they know they're part of the business, part of my life, part of our household, just like cleaning the dishes. You can also, you know, design a graphic for me or whatever that might look like. Okay, so I actually think that may be a topic for a future podcast episode. Actually, I kind of like that topic of work-life balance and is there a balance? And when you're an entrepreneur, how those lines get blurred and should they be blurred? Because that's a really great topic. But today, that's not what we're talking about. So I, I think we're good. We're good? Yeah, let's do some action steps. So from here, I want you guys to do a time audit on yourself. Figure out this next week what you're doing hour to hour. I know it's going to be annoying and right, but do it. It's worth it just to see where your time is going. The second thing I want you to do is then look at that time and see what you hate. Right? Is that a good is that a good beginning there, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. Because you have to know what you're doing. And if it's something you absolutely love, like if, if you're feeding your newborn and you don't want to delegate that, then you shouldn't have to because you love it. But if it's something that you, if it's something else that you hate, like cleaning up the poop in the backyard from the dog, that's something you can delegate. I just feel like there's more and more things to delegate the more we think about it. Like I didn't even think about the poop in the backyard, but with two Great Danes, there was a lot of poop in the backyard. <laughs> like something easily to delegate. If you have a pool, Hire someone to do that. Don't be do that yourself. So yeah, anything that you can take off your plate in your household and then those tasks you're doing in day-to-day in your business, same thing. Look at your time audit, 
see what you hate and start there. And I think I'll leave you guys with that, some action steps. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.